live from the Eon Project Studios, perched high atop the banks of the majestic Blackstone River. Greetings from the jewel of the Blackstone Valley. You're listening to Experts of Nothing with Mike and Jay. Oh, hey, Mike. Hi. How you doing? Oh, you said, oh, like you didn't know I was here. Like I snuck oh, no. into the studio. You, you surprised me. I turned my head and here you were. I materialized. Hey, you know, I used to have a nickname, uh, and it, this continues to this day. Is it called Portly Joe? <clears throat> no. Oh. I used to have a nickname, and it was called Ninja Smoke. You know why? Because you would appear out of nowhere? No, because I disappear out of nowhere. So like at family gatherings, oh, at true. parties, gav- any type of any type of social thing, if I didn't want to be around anymore, I would just I would quietly back out into a, into a shrub or something and disappear. Yeah, I actually have witnessed that on many an occasion. Yep. Um, it usually comes on the tail end of a long day of uh, alcohol consumption. Yep, and so they started calling me Ninja Smoke. And usually I see you walking along the tree line and then you disappear. It's true. It happened a lot. Fortunately, you've come back to us yep, a few times. I haven't done that in quite a while. No, definitely. I haven't ended up on a, on a neighbor's lawn in many a, many a moon. No, that's good. Yep. You want to stay uh, alive and, and virile. Well, it's been a great oh. uh, a great week. Yeah. We had a good week last week. We had, a, we had a special guest on the show. We did. 51 Pan Man came on, talked about some paranormal uh, experiences he's had show. in his life. He, he, was a good, he was a good guest. Actually, we had a... Quite the response from that. Our uh, our listenership peaked a little bit during that. Ooh, it, uh, it peaked this last week, so it was there was some interest in as far as that's concerned. Yeah, it was a good show. We talked about the haunted Monroe House, the Monroe House in Hartford City, and Grandma Betty's haunted and Grandma place. Betty's house, which Grandma Betty's house was scarier to me. I hope I hope some of you get to see some of the pictures that uh, were posted. Yeah, what, what were your what? thoughts on that? Yeah, well, we went on the I, I put them on the at the Twitter feed there. Oh, good. And uh, there, I think you put them on uh, Facebook as well. And yep. If you go on our website, you can link to both of those. Theeonproject.com. That's true. But uh, what I think about them, I think that they were interesting. I, and as with anything like that of that sort, because you go into it thinking that you're going to see something, a lot of times you do. Mm. So I, I saw some stuff, but I don't know if that's because I was looking for stuff. Does True. that make sense? No, it makes sense. And, you know, the, the there's the matrix, matrixing theory that, you know, you kind of look at something and your brain automatically wants to yes. make sense and organize it in a certain way. So yeah. that's kind of why we see things things sometimes when they're not necessarily there. And then uh, you also indicated that we got to, we, we're going to have another guest on that same topic uh, in the future, on a future episode. That's true. Uh, another another individual um, ex- expressed some interest today in coming on um, and sharing their stories and their experiences nice. about the about the house. Okay. Yeah. Well, before we get into our, well, our topics of the day, why don't we tease our topics of the day and then we'll, we'll get into it. Let's uh, tease them a little bit. So uh, my topic for today is the flat earth theory, mm. which is... Uh, that was a listener suggestion, I believe. Yeah, that's exactly right. It was a le- listener suggestion early uh, from our early in the in the uh, early in the program days, right. which was not too long ago. Yeah, you know, we'll talk more about it, but uh, this is one that confounds me, but we'll, yeah. we'll get into it, I guess. It's a, a weird bit. topic, and it's I feel stupid discussing it, but we'll do it anyway, because <laughs> we, we got a listener request. And then you're going to talk about? Well, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, the Nazca Lines. Oh. And, uh... The Nazca Lines? Yes. Oh. That's true. Does that include uh, the lines of uh, substances that were consumed off the backsides of strippers back in the day? Uh, no. Oh. I've never partaken in any uh, illicit activities as such never. as that. No, no I would never no. do that. But uh, going along with that, the Nazca Lines, which some of you may or may not have heard of, we'll talk a little bit about that. But the reason I brought that, I'm bringing that to the fore, is because uh, recently there's been a uh, uh, a viral video going around about some supposed uh, strange being that was found in Nazca, Peru. But we'll talk more about that in the second oh, half it's in of the Peru. show. Oh, Peru. Yes, that's I correct. enjoy to say Peru. You know, you gotta you got to accentuate the P. But don't pee What's too hard. What's the capital of Peru? Uh, Lima, I believe. Is it Lima? I think or so. Is it Lima, like lima bean. I've never had a lima bean. I enjoy lima beans and corn mixed, which is actually called succotash, which is hard See, to say. Really? Yeah. You never had that? Just corn, just it's corn, corn and, and lima and beans. Mixed. That's it. I think there may be a little bit of red pepper in there. That doesn't sound right. And they call it succotash. You ever had porta chinois? No. Never had porta chinois. That's a that's I a think French I dated Canadian her thing. Oh. It's a it's a thing. What is it? It's uh it's like shepherd's pie. Well, it is no. shepherd's pie essentially. It's just called something stupid because P- it's porta, porta chinois. And I can say that because I'm French as well. Yeah, you, you think you are. Well, I had a good week. I want to tell you about something that happened to me this week. Let's hear it. So I went to the movies. Oh yeah. And I saw Wonder Woman. Mm. And I have to tell you, sir, I'm in love with Wonder Woman. I I am admitting it to the world. Uh, I hope my lovely wife is not listening to this program. You want to get you want to get lassoed in her. Uh, well, r- let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Yeah, she'll beat you up. She'll tie you up. Make her tell you the truth. You like that? I do. And she does it magnificently. Mm. Uh, statuesque woman, very yes. tall. Amazonian. Amazonian. Well, you know, right? If you know anything about the the uh, the show? Now, let me ask movie, you this: Don't give it away. I'm not going to give anything away. But is it is it much like the early Wonder Woman cartoon, where she had an invisible jet? 
She does not have an invisible jet. Although, you know what? The woman can accessorize. Mm. She's got those bangles, you know, that can deflect bullets. Oh, they're bulletproof, bulletproof bracelets. Yep. Are they bracelets or bangles? What is a bangle? I thought it Isn't was... Isn't that a tiger? I thought that was a band in the 80s. But it also is the thing that goes on your forearms. You can deflect... I'm, you can't see this because this is radio, but I'm deflecting imaginary bullets with my hands. Mm. So she's got that. Yep. Um... She, you know, she's got the, the whole outfit. Not, doesn't leave much to the uh, to the imagination. Mm. Uh, but overall, it was a pretty good movie. You know, it was it wasn't. Uh, it's not going to win any Oscars, but it how, was entertaining. How does she fare against the the Linda Carter version from the seventies? Oh, I think now she was. Well, something. let's see. That's different because when we were in the, from from the seventies, you know, when, when we were young, we were young, strapping young men. Yes, she was the ultimate beauty. She of was. The day, was. She Linda was. Carter. She had those piercing blue eyes. Yeah. She's, I mean, she, but this girl, uh, Gal Gadot is her name. What is that? Uh, that is her name. In real life? Yeah. And she's actually, did you, you don't know a whole lot about this. I don't. She's, uh, she, <laughs> she's very good, you know, in the film. She's, she's not a, the best actress in the world because it's not the best material in the world, but she's pretty good. Mm. And, uh, in reality, she was, uh, she served active duty in the Israeli self-defense force. Oh. Uh, so she's, knows a little bit about. So she, she might have some actual confirmed yeah, kills under her belt. She's got some stuff, man. And, uh, she's brutal. She's hot. Wow, she's got rope. She must know Krav Maga. She knows she knows him, and she knows some other people from around the block. Oh, so yeah. Anyway, I would recommend going to see it. It was interesting. That's good. It was it was a little long. It was like two and a half hours. Yeah, I'll probably wait till it's free. Two and a half hours. That's a long I don't, time. I don't go to the movies often. Movie. They don't make movies like an hour and a half anymore, unless it's a no. kids movie. Everybody wants an epic. Yeah, it's gonna be hour, two hours. Man, my butt gets numb after a while. What, anyway. What's your favorite uh, movie uh, treat? Favorite movie like treat? Snow caps. You're gonna laugh at me. It's actually not a goobers. Tr- it's not a candy item. It's Milk duds. I, I, no, I enjoy taking beef jerky into the movie theater. You sneak it in, don't you? I do. I get a I get a bag of beef jerky and I put it in my pocket and I act like the, uh, no one is the wiser. It's a good thing it'll pat you down. And I walk They're in like, there. What is this large amount of beef in your pocket? Well, the sir? funny thing is, well, that's easily explainable. But when I, I like to go with my kids, you know, and and I tell them, hey, put this in your pocket and pretend that you're not taking it in. They get all nervous and they walk like they're. They're trying to do a, do a cat burglary. Oh, oh, so you got your your kids in on this? They're all in on it. I think that's a felony in ten states. By well, the way, well, they know they know that they can't, we're not going to afford to to be able to buy the uh, the, the movie house it, candy. It's a, it's outlandish. The uh, the it's, markup. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Do you want to uh, do you want to get into your topic for the day, or is there sure. anything else you want to talk about? No, I thought you had something to talk about for this week, but we can get into that. Uh, later. Yeah, we'll get into it later. Uh, okay. uh, per the usual, uh, you know, per the usual flow of the show, exclamation points of of talk before we get any further let's plug the uh, the website because we let's haven't been it. getting a whole lot of activity on the website but we did get some so it's uh the eon project.com that's t-h-e-e-o-n project.com and they can reach us uh, via email at the eon project at yahoo.com which That's is right. pretty easy to remember and the twitter and facebook feeds are go off of the website as well so all right that being said we're going to talk about something and i want you to for this topic i want you to be able to suspend disbelief mm. if you can okay can you do that for me no. I said that really effeminately. The Earth is flat. Did you know that? Uh, well, for, for many, many, uh, many, many a century, that was, the, that was the prevailing thought. Well, it's actually not true what you just said, and I'm going to dispel that rumor oh, right now. Please do. Several people, actually several famous people, have recently adopted the belief that the Earth is flat. Did you know this? Like, it's been in the news and stuff like I've, that. I've heard a little bit about this. Okay, so th- here's some famous folk. Some of them are famous. Some of them are infamous folk. Who believe that the Earth is flat? Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. of the uh, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, mm-hmm. Tila Tequila, the famous uh, porn star. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard of her. Yeah, she's like some kind of porn star. I, I don't. I wouldn't know. Uh, some rap dude named Bob. 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 Yeah, I would say, B, but it's like it's got a period after each letter. Oh, that's how unhip I am. I don't know who it's this bo- is. Uh, uh, Bob and uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Which oh. we all know Shaquille O'Neal. We know Shaquille. He's, he's a big, fun man. Although Shaquille O'Neal, after the fact, after he was quoted as saying the earth was, was flat, recanted, he took, his, he took his testimony away. Oh, he didn't want to ruin his career, apparently. No, but for a few minutes, please suspend your disbelief, and I want you to take everything that I'm about to say as a literal truth. Can you do that? I'll try. All right. So the earth is a flat disk, okay? Mm-hmm. The North Pole is like in a, the... Like a record? Yes. Okay. The North Pole is in the, is in the center. Okay. Okay. Antarctica is, in fact, a huge wall that goes along the outside of the Earth disk. And this wall of ice holds all the oceans in, or back, or whatever. It holds the oceans in place. it's containing the water from falling off the edge. That's correct. So the the wall holds all the oceans in in place, and no one has ever been past the ice wall, which protects us from something. What about Shackleton? Never past the ice wall. Mm. 
Okay, so something's out there. We don't know quite what it is. You, are you still with me? I'm listening. Okay. There is no gravity. Gravity is not real. Okay. It's, it's, it's okay. So there's what, no such thing as gravity. We just, so you're to... asking what keeps us on the planet. Well, right. it wouldn't be a planet. It's a disc. Okay. So there is no gravity. The earth is constantly accelerating through space. So that's, what's pushing us down. Like, you know, like a jet aircraft, mm. when it takes off, you get pushed back into your seat. I got you. So the, the, the earth is constantly accelerating, uh, and it's being propelled by dark matter or dark energy. Okay. The mysterious force that binds us all together. See, you you took like a Wonder t- Woman. You would. took a little bit of a turn on me because no, 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 no. I'm not done. Oh, I know you're not done, but I'm just interjecting for a second. Okay. You tell me if I'm sure if I'm picking up on this. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So initially, it started out as to me like a just a kooky idea that a few strange people had. Yep. And now suddenly you're trying to intermix actual science <laughs> yeah, into it. That's correct. Okay. No, that's a good good observation because there's some of both. So you're exactly right. It looks like somebody mm. uh, took a weirdo theory and then started to apply some some physics to it mm-hmm. to explain how this could be. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. So the Earth is we're accelerating. We're being propelled by dark matter. the The sun is not a star. Okay. That is also a disc. The sun. No, no, no. The oh. sun is is a spheroid, thirty two miles wide. That's it. A spheroid. What's yep. the difference between a sphere and a uh, spheroid? A, well, a sphere is a perfectly round. Uh, Perfectly symmetrical. Okay. Uh, but a spheroid is slightly um, off. Okay. So there'd be a little bit of it that's off. So the sun is only 32 miles wide. That's as big as it is. Mm-hmm. And it exists on a plane, not a plane plane, but like a like a flat like plane. Like a flat, flat uh, yeah, okay. 3,000 miles above the earth. Mm. Okay, so there's a plane that it's on. And the moon is the exact same size as the sun. And they both are on this plane, and it circles around the earth kind of rotating. So this would be this would be like a uh, geocentric theory of of the universe kind well, of. Well, yeah, so so it's it's like a spotlight. The sun is like a spotlight. It's always rotating around to different parts. That that would explain how we have days. Sure. So they're, you know, again. So you you you're with me through all this. I think so. All right. So I'm going to stop with the stupidity for a moment and I'm going to explain some real stuff, all right? Yes. So Eratosthenes is Eratosthenes. Never heard of that of guy. Of Cyrene. Where is that? Cyrene? Is it on Earth? It's in the Mediterranean. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought we were off in no, space no, he's again. No, he's a, he's, a, he's an Earthling. Oh, all right. He proved the Earth was round at around 240 BC. Did you know that? Uh, I didn't know that, but that doesn't surprise me because I'm a, I'm a fan of uh, lost history, and that sounds interesting to me. So in 240 BC, he, what he did was he realized that he noticed that the sun was in different places in the sky depending on what time of the year. Right. So it's not always in the same place. So, you know, in January, it's not in the same place as it would be in June. It's in different parts of the, parts right, of the sky. Right, as, as, as it relates to the tilt of the Earth as well, it goes yeah, around so the Well, yeah, so what he did was he figured out that by measuring the distance between between known places on Earth and where the sun was in those places, he determined that there was a curvature to the Earth. Okay. So once you determine that there's a curvature to the Earth, then it's round or it's a sphere or it's some kind of, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not flat. Right. There would be no curvature. So he, he proved that in 240 B.C. So it's actually a well-known myth that people... Um, thought the earth was flat up until the 14, 15, 1600s, which is not correct. People knew a long time before that globes existed, you know, from from ancient times. So they people did. knew. Sure. And Columbus didn't sail to determine if the earth was, was round. That is incorrect. So that's just one of the reasons we know the earth is spherical because of the curvature that, that Cyrene, the Cyrene guy found. You know, I heard this, I don't know if this is true or not, I've been to Japan, but I've never been to it. Supposedly there's a suspension bridge in Japan, probably the longest one on the Earth. Yeah. And it's so long, they had to calculate yeah. for the curvature, curvature of the, the Earth. Earth. This, yeah, you'd be surprised how many times they have to, people have to, uh, engineers have to do that for large buildings and things of that sort. So, but that being said, and, and even though there's a, there's a lot of evidence we're going to talk about in a little bit about why we know that the Earth is round, mm. a lot, there's a growing segment of the population that believes the Earth is flat. And this has been going on for quite some time for some reason. So what is the what is the modern origin of this? Do we that, know? Well, it all started uh, with conspiracy theories, of all things. Mm-hmm. And it, it started with just people um, not believing official words. Not trusting things, governments not trusting and science governments, and right. things And that's where like a lot that. of this comes from. Okay. So what is these people's proof that the Earth is flat? I bet you'd like to know. Like, how did this, how do people, what, what do people point to to say that this is uh, an actual event, uh, an actuality? Uh well, I, I I don't know for certain, but wasn't there a guy who did an experiment on a plane with, uh, yeah, with something? that's right. Are you going to well, touch on that? I'll talk about that. Okay. Okay. So 
This is their proof, and I'm not joking. This is actually taken from the Flat Earth Society webpage. Oh, there's a society. Yeah, there's actually a society. It's an official group. I don't know how many members there are. There's not that many. But uh, when do they drink the Kool Aid? I don't know. But so this is their proof. It feels flat. It feels flat. It feels flat. It Mm. looks flat. It does when you walk on it. Sure. When you drive across it, right? Makes sense. And when you're up in a plane, according this is according to the flat Earth people. When you look out of a plane window, you can't see the curvature of the Earth. You can't. So how come you can't see the curvature of the Earth if, let's say, you're thirty thousand feet in the air? Um, what wouldn't you technically be able to see the curvature of the Earth? I I don't know the physics behind it, but I would say I mean I've been in planes many a time. Sure. Uh, I don't know, but you know what? I also, I can't see what is the giant wall around the perimeter of the disc either. <laughs> no, you can't, and we're going to talk about that in a moment too. So explain that one. So. You can't see the curvature of the Earth from the plane. If the Earth was round, this is how they reason. If the Earth was round, wouldn't it stand to reason that rivers would flow uphill, depending on where it was? You know, with with the world round and spinning, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? Wouldn't rivers flow uphill instead of downhill? No, that's what they, I'm just telling you. What they say. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, th- again, travel is banned from Antarctica. Why? Why do they keep people from traveling to Antarctica? I can tell you why, but this is what they say. Well, actually, you could go to Antarctica if you wanted to. I think no, I, th- I don't think you can. You I think can. You need it, to have a, a sanctioned. I actually looked it up. Oh, I mean, it's not. Why like did you, you look it up? There's, there's no. Seem like something. That there's not would... a tourist destination there. No, there's not but much there. But if you pay so much money, you can go out on one of these scientific expeditions, and you oh. can get clearance to go there. You yeah, can... but you need clearance. You can't just travel. No, there. no, no. You can't. Well, you so, could if you had the means. Most people don't, don't have the means. It's because they don't want you to fall off the edge, man. Oh. Although, so what happens when you fall off the edge? Nobody knows because no one's ever come back. Because once you fall off the edge, you keep going, right? Okay. So here's some questions that normal normal people have come up with to ask flat earthers, you know, what they think of or or, how they come up with their theory. So what's underneath the earth? What do you think, according to the flat earthers, would be underneath the earth? Um... Uh, a giant ball pit at the world's biggest Chuck E. Cheese, where people fall in and never come out. That could be the fact. Yeah, and there's lots of bacteria in there. Hey, not as a side, just quickly, if sure, I may, sure. a quick ball pit Chuck E. Cheese story, <laughs> which I don't think they have ball pits at Chuck E. Cheese anymore. Uh, no, I don't remember seeing them. I, not a while. when I was a child, I was at the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese, and I, I was in there were. frolicking around, throwing the balls around, jumping around, having a grand old time. Show me on this doll where he touched you. <laughs> oh, this is not. Oh, so I had been in the ball pit for several hours. It seems several hours, and I saw all the kids coming and going. And then you know it was time. The parents were Could calling. Could you not get your footing? You were just stuck in there. Or yeah, what? and it was time. It was time to uh, to leave the ball pit. And I was going to the uh, the exfiltration point, uh-huh. and I'm climbing out. <laughs> and as I'm about to step out, my my clothed feet, <laughs> my my shocked feet, <laughs> socked feet. Sorry, shocked. not shocked. They could have been so- shocked because of what I stepped on. Oh. There was a body down there. <laughs> I stepped on a body. Oh, no. One foot, then two feet. Wow. And it didn't move. Was it a dead body? It didn't move, and I don't know how long the body was there. What did you do? I jumped out of the pit, and I ran. Did you tell any adults? I didn't tell anyone. I was too scared. So, somewhere. At some point. There's somebody still in the bottom of a ball pit. Some Somebody was down there. I don't know who it was. Anyway, well, I don't think that's what's under the earth. Okay. They say it's a bunch of rocks. That's all. Ro- just rocks? Yep. So here's some questions for the flat earthers, too. So if the earth is flat, how can people travel all the way around the earth in one direction and return to the same place? Wouldn't you ask that They must that have an explanation for that. They do. Mm. So according to the flat earthers, uh, the North Pole is located at the very center of the disk, mm-hmm. and all cardinal directions are relative to it. So circumnavigating the earth simply means you make a complete circle around the center of the disk and following the directions of the compass. So it's always pointing to the middle. I see. Does that make sense? So... You would ask yourself, well, then how come you're not constantly having to turn left or right to make the circle, right? Yep. They don't have an answer for that one. They don't. No. Okay. So, and then, you know, how, how are we able to uh, observe the sun and the moon and the stars if they're not part of, you know, what, what, how do you explain the sun, the moon, and the stars right. to these people, right? So, according to Earth, Flat Earthers, there's a dome that covers the entire Earth. And that's where the sun and the moon are on that plane. And the stars, they don't really have an explanation for the stars. They think that they're potentially just, you know. They're not sure. They're still trying to figure that one yeah, out. Yeah, decorations okay. and stuff. Right? Yep. You still with me? I, so, I'm, you're, you're going. How do my, you... my question, hey, let me just ask you this. Yeah. Do you find that the people that believe in this theory 
They don't uh, want any details. No, but what's the demographic? Is, is Did you feel like it's a cultural thing, an um, ethnic thing? What is it? You know, it's it's probably, nowadays, it's probably just people who are distrusting of the government, distrusting mm. of, you know, all of those official accounts of things. Mm-hmm. And they just want to question everything. So it's it's difficult to tell. I don't know that there's a correlation between any t- specific cultural group and, okay. and believing in it. But, um, you know. I don't know. Is there is a is there a modern um, founder of this belief? Well, this, the Flat Earth Society is the most. Uh, I don't know who started it, but it was actually started in the eighteen hundreds by some British guy. Okay. And uh, so, supposedly this is the one that has the most credence. But like you said, when you ask it, when you ask it, when you ask them scientific questions, a lot of times they don't know. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, um, people you might you might be asking yourself, well, people go in space, right? And they take pictures of the Earth from satellites, but that's not from that's all fake. The space though. station, correct? According to them, it's it's fake, right? And it's put in place to keep people um, in line. Mm-hmm. And so you're probably asking yourself, why would they go through this entire charade over the past Ooh. two thousand years yep. to 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 fool people into thinking that the Earth is what's in it for them? Who is them? Number one, and what what's in it for them? I can't quite figure that out. I guess it, it honestly wouldn't. I don't think it would really matter one way or the other in no. like, your everyday life. If it was flat, you would just go, yeah, well, it's it flat. Yeah. That's fine. You know? And when they talk about the, the Antarctic Wall, I think of Game of Thrones. I think of the Northern Wall oh. uh, with Jon Snow yeah. and, and the, uh, the, uh, the White Walkers. The White Walkers, mm. which uh, it's a great show. Yeah. But there's a huge wall. They don't really quite explain. You know, the stupid question about Game of Thrones. Don't, okay. Not to digress. Sure. You, you watch the show, right? I do. Things make it around the wall all the time. They do. How come? How are they able to walk around the wall? What's the purpose of the wall? Well, the wall isn't... Uh, it's not impermeable. It's not impermeable. It's not never-ending. It, it, it ends at a point, doesn't it? Well, I don't know. It ends into the water. Like, it goes into it goes the, water the water on both sides. And what's, oh, on the so other I, side? So I suppose you could take a boat around. You could. Because the northern people have boats. You could just kind of go around. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure. There's holes in that you know, story. That's, there's a, that's one of the problems with that show is that uh, it goes in so many different directions. Sometimes it's hard to keep track of everything. Yeah, I just kind of watch it. I think it's ending soon, though. And I'm not the brightest bulb in the strand. I try not to ask too many questions. But anyway, so that's the flat earth theory in a nutshell. It's not a whole lot of uh, common sense there. Mm. And when you ask questions, I mean, I didn't get into some of the more obtuse scientific stuff. Like uh, there's a thing called the Coriolis effect, which is which is how weather spins, mm-hmm. which is how you come up with hurricanes and tornadoes and stuff like that. Yep. And that's all based on the rotation of the earth. But according to, like, how do you explain weather to the... How does a flat earther describe how weather works? Well, here's the first problem. Mm-hmm. If you buy into the flat earth theory, yep. there's no coming back from that. No, so that's pretty no, out there, There's man. no justifying or trying to rationalize with these people or convincing them that uh, that they're wrong. What, let me ask you a hypothetical. What if mm. they don't even believe that? What if this is all just a um, an exercise in resistance and, and they just want to prove a point that they can... They can take something that everybody knows is correct right. and completely go against it and at least have a little bit of credibility. You know, that was – and when when I first heard about this, and you mentioned a basketball player. I know there was a couple of them that were talking about this, yeah. professional basketball yep. players. And that was one of the theories was that they were uh, – they didn't actually believe it. They, they were just trying to get a rise out of people. You think that? Or do you think that they believed it and they, they sounded so stupid and everybody made fun of them so then they recanted? <laughs> that's, that's, that's probably quite possible more, as more well. likely. Now, I heard something, and I don't know the specifics of it, but there was a, 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 a Mensa type that was on a plane, and he was oh, conducting yes. his own experiment. Yeah, so according to him, and, and I, don't have, I don't have the results of the experiment in front of me, but basically the gist of it was he took a level onto a plane, mm. and he had calculated, supposedly, that the level wouldn't – if the earth was curved as the plane was traveling, that level would eventually move. Right. So, like, it would, it would, you know, the curvature of the Earth would make the level move, and it never did. Why? It never did because the plane is level. <laughs> the plane is level. So, plane's traveling at a level. It always maintains its level. Right. Because if so, it didn't, it would crash into correct. the Earth. So why? Right. But then, they, according to them, the pilot would consist constantly have to be pulling up. Right. To keep it from. And there's even that that little. Uh, we've all seen it. That little level meter on the on the yeah. dashboard, if you will, of the yes. plane. Yes. That basically keeps makes sure that the le- that the wings are level at all times. So yes. It's the same principle. Yeah, so his his experiment was for, flawed. For, for not, it was flawed. His experiment. Yeah. He should have just connected to the in-flight Wi-Fi and watched and some just Netflix watched, or watch something. Watch a bad movie. You, yeah. know, you ever notice that they only they don't have bad movies on planes? It's never anything good. <clears throat> they just have the bad movies. You know, the 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 Wi-Fi is a great advancement on the on the airplane. 
Yeah, but sometimes you have to pay for it and everything. Sometimes you do. The complimentary is obviously the best way. I mean, you're already playing to pay, paying to be on the plane to, to begin with. Yeah. And now they charge you for. Lu- I just flew recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They charge you for luggage. They, they do. Tar- they charge you for everything, man. Well, it's some, crazy. Some some of the airlines don't. Some of them do. Your first bag is free on Southwest, but Southwest is like a bus. Mm. So you know, it, it, there's no assigned seats. Have right, you flown right. South, Southwest recently? I have. Well, not recently, but I have in the so past. So it's like a bus, you know. And when I fly Southwest, I try a, I try to maneuver myself to get a good seat. And then I try to influence who's, who may or may not sit next to me. You know how I do that? How's that? So I'll sit down in a seat, and as people come down the aisle, I make direct eye contact with them and make a mean face. Yes. And try to intimidate them. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm not a small person, so I can intimidate some people just by looking at them. Not everybody. You're kind of scary looking. There's a lot of people that are bigger than me and scarier. But I try to influence who, who may or may not sit next to me. And if that doesn't work, I spread out. See, when, when, with the assigned seats, because the plane I was just on, you had an assigned seat. Yeah. That makes me nervous, too. Why does that make you nervous? Well, because you're walking down the aisle. You always want to make sure that you get the right seat. I'm always double, triple checking my ticket to make sure I don't sit in the wrong yeah, spot. Yeah, I do the same thing. And then people, you know, you look at you. Yeah. And then, and then you got to sit next to somebody you don't know. So, I don't so, like that. So let me ask you this. So when the plane door closes, yes. do you feel a sense of relief that no one else is going to sit next to you? Like oh, you're like, oh, yeah. this is the best feeling in the world. Absolutely. But that doesn't happen to me. I was on two small flights, four four small planes, actually. And uh, each and every time, there was somebody next to me. Each and every time, huh? Yep. Maybe you just look like a nice guy. People and they want to sit next to you. And, and, you know, they have the people that want to talk to you. I don't talk to anybody. Do. I look straight they ahead. Do. And I look at, my, look at my book or whatever. There was one guy, and I sat down. And I try not to look at people. I immediately put my headphones in. Yep. But I could feel the guy's eyeballs burning into my head. I knew he wanted to talk to me. He did. He had a burning desire. He, did. he to talked to me, you. and then I, I... Did he get your number? I just said hi, and then that was it. Yeah. No, well, anyway, no that's, f- that's flat earth theory. Flat earth theory. And uh, take it as you will. So... Now is the time of the show where we really take a take a moment and reflect, maybe take a pause, pause and reflect. That's right. And you know, one thing that we like to do in the show, and we've talked about it before, is we are we are we are men of culture. We're men of culture. We're we're uh, world travelers, and mm. we like to bring new and interesting things to the forefront. Mm-hmm. So, this week's uh, interim uh, bit, if you will, at the halfway point of the show. Uh, much like we did a few weeks ago, we did a Shakespearean reading of a common everyday we did. Uh, thing. People thought that was funny. That's right. That was a good one. So uh, today we're going to do something similar to that. Uh, it won't be Shakespeare, but it will be old-timey of sorts. Old-timey. Yeah. All right. So in my research of this show, I was looking, or in, in my research uh, in general, I went ahead and found uh, an interesting article, if you will, uh, almost like a personal ad. And when I, when I say that, you know, because we think that in modern times that, uh, you know, we are ahead of the curve in every aspect, right? Oh. So now we have, uh, we have internet dating. Mm-hmm. We have uh, people still put personal ads like in, uh, not necessarily newspapers, right. but online kind of things like yep. that. Yep, like personals, yep. So I found, going back to the 1860s, 1865 oh. to, be, to be exact, yes. is a, a personal ad that was uh, written in a, a local, well, not local to us, but a, a, a newspaper, a community newspaper. If okay. you will, yep. and it's a it's a personal ad, believe it or not. Okay, from the 1860s. Okay, and um, I bet so it's very interesting. It goes back. See, this personal stuff goes back a long time. We think we were the inventors of it, but we're not. So what I'm going to do is, and Mike has no idea what's coming. I have no idea what's happening right now. I'm going to hand him this personal ad from the eight, 1865, <laughs> I believe. All right, I believe it's from Maine, a newspaper in Maine. It's from Maine. So he's going to put on his best old timey Maine voice. All right. And he's going to read this personal ad, and uh, just for entertainment purposes only. Okay. There we go. All right. I'm, go. I'm transferring over the paperwork as we speak. You got to read the title too. Chance for a spinster. A young man in Arustuk, County Maine, advertising for a wife, speaks of himself as follows: I am 18 years old, have a good set of teeth, and believe in Andy Johnson, the Star Spangled Banner. And the 4th of July, I have taken up a state lot, cleared up 18 acres last year, and seeded 10 of it down. My buckwheat looks first rate, and the oats and potatoes are bully. I have got nine sheep, a two-year-old bull, and two heifers besides a house and a man. I want to get married. I want to buy bread and butter, hoop skirts, and waterfalls. For some person of the female persuasion during life. That's what's the matter with me, but I don't know how to do it. Wow. <laughs> that was good. 
Yes, thank you. Although the guy's supposed to be eighteen, you sounded old though. You sounded oh, well, a little old. You said old, old timey. Old timey threw me out way. Yeah, but not well, you like... know, eighteen uh, back in eighteen sixty five was equivalent was like to seventy. Like, yeah, because you yeah. only lived to be twenty. Yeah, that's true. So who knows? So you know, I, I wonder if you think he you think this was successful. Do you think he found his wife? I can tell you what. If I was a, into farming, yeah, and a, a young strapping woman, that's true. A handsome woman. Now you wonder if this is all innuendo when he says my buckwheat looks first rate. His, his buckwheat. What do you think about that? His manscaping is delightful. Oh, that's what I take that to mean. Oh man, maybe in this day and age. Anyway, back then I don't think no, so. That's a pretty interesting ad though. I bet he was successful. I bet his name was Josiah. He sounds like somebody whose name would be Josiah. Oh, or Hebediah. Jo- what would what would his last name be? You think? Oh, I don't know. What's what's a main last name? Burns. <laughs> Burns. Okay. Josiah Burns? Uh, well, uh, uh, Stephen King lives in Maine, so maybe uh, Josiah King. Oh. Jebediah King. Maybe he's his uh, long-lost great-grandfather. Stephen King is weird. He's a strange cat. He Well, how many books has Stephen King written? I bet you don't even... I have no idea. You know, there's a theory that he doesn't even write all his own oh, books. Oh, is that right? Now that he has other people write them, and he just puts his name on it. I don't know, because his books have a similar uh, bent to them. And and you can mm. you can tell the same writer. I've read a few. Yeah. And uh, I'm not an expert, but it sounds like it's the same person. Okay. What All do you right. want to get into next? My topic. We're gonna get into your topic of the day. Before we get into my topic, I want to tell you I, I I participate. This is kind of relates to the to the topic. I think possibly. I don't know. Probably not. I got to on Saturday. I was able to uh, fortunate enough to participate and uh, attend a. Uh, summer gathering. It was a it was a birthday festival, if you will, a festivus for the rest of us. And uh, it was a good time had by all. Oh, um, but it, it was one of these events that every time I go, this is kind of an annual thing. And every time I go there, I'm uh, I always see something that I've never seen before. Okay. So I was I offered my my services. I I kind of pretend what like, kind of services. I this pretend a I'm a DJ show. on the side. Oh. So I do some live music stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we play music. We do some karaoke and stuff. It's fun. That sounds like just fun. a hobby of mine. It's a good fun. So I was playing the, uh, somebody requested the chicken dance. Oh, okay. We all know the chicken dance, sure. right? It's a staple of many a wedding. That's true. And we, we talked about chickens a few weeks ago. But So the chicken dance started playing, and people were uh, frolicking about mm-hmm. doing the chicken dance. Suddenly, the, the party host came around the corner and jumped into the chicken dance foray oh. with a live chicken. Oh, He wow. actually had a chicken. And he was dancing around. That added to the atmosphere. Doing the chicken dance with the chicken. That's exciting. No chicken. Now, no chickens were harmed in the event. But the chicken was not harmed. He wasn't harmed. And as a matter of fact, the little chicken, it was a little hen. So it was a girl. It was, it a, was, girl a, girl, it was a girl chicken. So that would mm. be a hen, I believe. Yeah. Uh, she looked happy. Uh, she How was, does a chicken look happy? Well, she was out of her enclosure. Her wings were flapping. It wasn't breaded and fried. That's why it looked happy. That's right. It was alive and it was dancing. Oh. And uh, I think it ended up at the bar later on in the evening. It was taking shots of scotch. Mm. You don't so, really take shots of scotch, though. I do. No, you don't. You sip it. No. Nobody, nobody no. does shots of scotch. Of course you do. No. Why not? You're a heathen. You don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, whatever. Anyway. All right. That's a funny story. So, my topic uh, came to came to light because uh, some recent research or articles that I've come across online, and basically it's. Um, a new supposed creature or a being that has come to be. Ooh, a being. And so uh, in Nazca, Nazca, Peru, Yes. Um, there was an ancient peoples that used to live there. Okay. A peoples so or peoples? Peoples. People. Of an ancient ancient peoples, if you will. Hmm. Like and Nina, Nina Peoples was a, a, a radio, uh, excuse me, a video DJ in the 80s. She was. She was attractive. Wasn't she related to Mario Van Peebles? No, that's, Mar- that's Mario Van Peebles. Oh, she was Peoples. He was of Sunny Spoon fame. Remember that TV I liked- show? Sonny Spoon, that's a blast from the past. Yeah. I, I enjoy Mario Van Peebles. He was in uh, some very famous movies. He was in movies. Heartbreak Ridge. He was in Heartbreak Ridge. He was also in New Jack City. Yeah, he was. He with was, Ice-T. He, that was, he was good in that. Ice-T. Judd he, Nelson was in New Jack City, too. Judd Nelson, yes, the uh, famous uh, uh, Breakfast Club uh, uh, rebel. That's correct. Yes. Now I'm that sorry, we, we didn't now mean we're talking to about Judd Nelson. completely uh, get off our topic there. So in Nazca, Peru, there's a series of ancient lines. They're called the Nazca Lines. Mm. And they run to and fro across the the desert countryside, um, and it's a uh, 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 it's a pompous there, pompous. A what? Not not like your pompous. I'm pompous. Pompous. P a m p a s. I believe that's a Spanish oh, word. Pampa. Pampas. I don't know. It's a like a dry desert, so it's a high altitude, not a lot of foliage. They don't get much rain there, and supposedly the ancient Nazca peoples. Um, Again with the people. Over the course of hundreds of years, somewhere between 800 B.C. and 800 A.D. They decided to make all these crazy designs and lines in the landscape. 
Okay. And you think, well, that's not out of the, you know, they out of the bored. ordinary. They didn't have t- cable or nothing. No, they were they were bored, and like m- many ancient people, they tried to find new ways to express themselves. That's why they had a lot of kids. But the interesting thing about these particular lines is that they were unknown to humankind, well, aside from the ancient Nazca, they knew modern it. humans, up until the 1920s with the advent of, uh, you know, modern aviation and things oh, of that sort. okay, so people could learn how, until they learned how to fly, they could not see these things. Most of them, correct. Some of the larger ones, you could, I mean, you'd be walking over it. Some of them are miles and miles long, so you could mm. walk over it, you wouldn't even know. So you'd have to, once the planes started going overhead, they were able to see these lines. And there's various, uh, there's various creatures, um, animals and such like that. There's a hummingbird, mm-hmm. some of the more famous ones. Did they, did they talk about how they made the lines? Like, how did they physically make them? Uh, well, yeah, so I'm going to get into that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Ahead. So they used some rudimentary uh, technology, basically. So they had basic, very basic, uh, like, surveying tools. And they know this because in some of the excavations and uh, archaeological digs, they've they found these uh, these objects. And okay. what they do is they kind of, like... It helps them project lines over great distances. Well, my question, my first question, and I know a little bit about the Nazca lines, but I haven't looked at it. Sure. Like, how did they stay on track if, if, you, if you say that these are miles long? Like, how would they That's even right. make a straight line? So, I'm not a mathematical whiz by any means. No. But they were able to figure out by using these particular surveying, like, like almost like modern surveying equipment. Okay. They have a, one guy standing at a certain point, and then right. another guy at a different and point. he's got a an, pole. He's yeah. got a pole there. Yep. And they basically shoot a line, and they mm-hmm. and they can figure this stuff out. So okay. they they were smarter than we give them credit for. Mm-hmm. One thing... and if they were in the union? <laughs> probably not. Anyway. They were probably uh, slave drivers. Oh. Anyway, so we all know about ancient the Ancient Aliens TV show, right? We talk about TV shows here sometimes and movies and things of that sort. So the Ancient Aliens TV show... With Giorgio Sukalakas. That's correct, and his hair gets crazier each and every time. I like him. I enjoy him. I, I, much like paranormal TV shows, this does uh, uh, discredits, I think, a lot of the uh, actual, um, you know, research and history on the on the ancient ancient cultures across the world. So they, they ascribe everything to ancient everything. aliens. So they don't give credit... Exactly. To, to the, to the exactly. civilization. And that's one of the things that bothers me is right. that they think that the ancient peoples were There's so stupid. There's no way these people could have done that. That's right. Well, the guy with the fake accent uh, talks like The that. alien came out of the uh, sky. I don't even know why I talk this way. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm going to put my tin foil hat on because... Oh, wait, do you have any tin foil? I do believe, and we're going we're gonna to talk more about aliens and alien seeding in a different show. Yeah. But I do believe and subscribe to the theory that in early humanity... That uh, that the I want to say alien. It sounds crazy, but alien cultures, okay, alien travelers from other. When I say alien, I'm not talking. Uh, I don't want to get into a, a political discussion about immigration issues. Immigration. Aliens. I'm talking about aliens from across extraterrestrial. Exactly across the universe. Right. I do believe they come here. Okay. And I do believe that they. Uh, I I think most of the time, just kind of observe what's going on. Mm-hmm. I don't think they necessarily interact. Per se. So I, you think that maybe this is the ancient visitors mm. are what prompted the Nazca people to m- make these marks in the sand? That's correct. I, I feel like, and, and that's one of the theories, is that uh, they're basically trying to communicate with these people to get them to come back, essentially. Ah, so they were good. They were Maybe they were uh, maybe they were unselfish lovers, and they really wanted them to come back because they, they longed for the sweet embrace of the alien hand. Mm. And we're going to talk about the alien hand here in a minute oh. and how delicate it can be. Exciting. Yes. So one of the more famous of the, and they call them geoglyphs, by the way. Oh. Uh, so it, geo being Earth. Okay. Yeah. And one of the most famous ones is they, the, the mainstream people will call it a man, mm-hmm. but others call it an astronaut. Okay. And the reason they call it the astronaut is because it looks like a modern, you know, like the modern image of an alien, a gray with the big bulbous head and the mm-hmm. eyeballs and the spindly arms and legs. I do, and yes. That's about the modern interpretation. Yeah. Sure. So there's one of these uh, giant pictures on the side of a mountain. And it almost looks like he's summoning something to come oh, back. Come back. Yeah. You will validate your parking. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. I wonder if they wonder what they charge him, what the rate was to park a UFO. I don't know, but if they park, they, if they park a UFO at Logan Airport in Boston, I have to tell you, you're going to get raked across the coals. Oh, my God, does it cost a lot of money to park there. So they think they were communicating with the gods is one theory. Some yeah. some other theories, mainstream, uh, obviously there there there's astronomical alignments that are that take place with these um, these lines in the in the dirt. Uh-huh. And I know you asked me earlier how they did this. How do they make the, the lines in the dirt? So they basically just move rocks out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> they 
Because there's a lot of, like, gravel and rocks and such. Well, my question is, and you described it earlier as an arid, dry it is. Uh, desert place. So there's probably not a lot of um, moving of things. Correct. There's so, not... like, something, if you make, I'm sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but if you made a line, it would probably last a really long time because there's nothing would. else moving around. There's really there. not a lot of windswept. Uh, right. There's, not a, there's no flooding, which we know can be devastating to the landscape. Yes. So that And that's why they were, have been able to last so long. I see. But the reason I bring up the Nazca lines is because of a recent uh, investigation that's taking place currently as we speak. Ooh, right now? Correct. Wow. Correct. And it, it's they're, they're calling it, there's different names for it. They're calling it the Nazca alien, the Nazca being. So one of the things that's, that's uh, commonplace amongst the ancient Nazca people is, you know, mummification and how they took the, uh, when somebody passed on, they took that very seriously and they yep. wanted them, kind of like the ancient Egyptians, they wanted them to pass on to the afterlife. Right. So mummification is nothing new to... Uh, it's not just unique to the Egyptians, you, you're saying. Correct. And researchers have found um, basically burial places for the, for the Nazca mummies and things of that sort. So recently, another mummy has been unearthed, oh. supposedly in a cave in Nazca, Peru, or in that general area. So it was buried in the ground. It was, it was somewhere in a cave, okay. buried... They found it. Somebody was out there, you know, rummaging around. They were looking for a probably a looking loose for change. Uh, loose change soda cans to redeem at the local recycling place, yep. and they came across a, a uh, what you can we'll de- we'll describe it as a mummy. And the way it looks, I'll describe it to you so you can get an idea. This is a radio show they can't see. Well, I'm going to verbally describe it. Okay. So uh, the first thing that you notice is it's it's white. It's white as can be. It's oh, like it's like bleached. It's it's pretty much that's kind of what it looks like. And they say it's uh, there's like a white. Uh, powder that has affixed itself to the exterior of the the skin of this creature. Okay, it has a a, a large bulbous head, oh. uh, elongated bulbous head, Ooh. which you wouldn't think would be too odd because they did partake. Well, you know, partake yeah, in that body uh, modification. We talked about this before. The Flathead Indians weren't they actually the Flathead Indians from Central and South America. I believe they were from the the southwestern part of the United States. Well, it's not an it's not a, a practice that's uh, unheard of though. That's right. So it's at that so, the, but the Nazca peoples were doing doing some of that. Okay, but this one is different, and I'll explain here why it is in a second. Um, so the the body itself is in a kind of a crunched up position where its arms are crossed across, uh, uh, folded across its body, and its legs are crunched up. Hmm. And one thing that's very very uh, prominent is the f- long spindly fingers and toes. Oh, oh. I said toes. You <laughs> said toes again. Toes. Uh Long in their long, and there's only three of them on each hand and foot. Ooh, three yeah. long, spindly toes and, and fingers on each hand. Okay, and foot. It's it's strange, strange looking. That is pretty strange. So, at first thought, you look at it, you say, "Oh, this is this looks like paper mache, or this looks yeah, like, some, like sort a, of some sort of created hoax." Thing. Which, in the end, it could very well just be a, an elaborate hoax. Well, doesn't it seem like something like this would be fairly easy to uh, prove or disprove? So here's what's going on right now, currently, mm-hmm. as we speak. Um, a uh, a group of scientists have been uh, put together, assembled, assembled like the Avengers. Avengers, the the scientific Avengers, essentially. You know, I think that um, the Avengers have the hottest chicks of any superhero group. The Avengers do. Yeah, because you got um, Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. you got Black Widow, mm-hmm. um, and uh, what's that other one? I couldn't I couldn't tell you. I'm not sure. Well, Justice League just has uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. But what about Aquaman? He's got a long hair in the new movie. Aquaman, you know what? I saw the the, tra- the trailer for the new uh, Avengers, uh, excuse me, uh, Justice League movie. Yeah. And he's scary. Matter of fact, my son, who's 10 years old, said, he looks scary. Of course, he doesn't really talk that way, but it still sounded like that to me. I thought that was him here. He thought he was running around in here? I did. So anyway, the uh, as I said, as I said, they assembled a large group of uh, smart people, if Smarter you Smarter than us. Uh, science, different scientists, forensic experts, biologists, surgeons, uh, a radiologist even, things of that Ooh. sort. And this is a team. I wonder what the copay for that is. And they're all they're from all over the place. United States is a guy from Russia, some people from South America. They've gotten together, and currently they're researching this. And at this point, they've taken some rudimentary, uh, you know, me- measurements, uh, basic measurements, I should say, um, some DNA. They were able to extract some skin samples and be able to extract some DNA from this. So they're analyzing okay. the DNA. Apparently, some of the early tests have come back that it's a female. Okay. They've determined that. It's about uh, five and a half feet tall, mm-hmm. if they would have stretched it out all the way. Right. Um, so it's all it's all like it's all crunched down, like you said, in in, in the fetal position. Uh kinda. Much like the, my first night in jail. Yeah, you so had a hard time. Yeah. You struggled, didn't you? I stayed in the corner mightily. Yep. You got you just don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. Fine. Stay in the corner. You know. 
And not only that, but they named it Maria. Why'd they name it Maria? I don't know. You'd think of something more exotic, like... Take a letter, Maria. Like, what do you think? Like, Laquisha, to my wife. Babette, something like that. Babette would have been a cool name for a mummy. Babette they, the they, mummy. It's from South America. They named it Maria. That's, they, pretty, that's pretty vanilla. It could have been a little more could've, original could've than that. Could have named something else. Uh, they, they took some x-rays. They found that the internal organs are still inside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the most interesting uh, parts of this, when they x-rayed the skull... And you know how normally, I don't know the medical term, but normally a human skull has different, like, suture marks in it, yeah, basically. Yeah, there's a, there's a technical term for it. It's, it's, it's a natural uh, progression. Any, any, anyone that makes it past a certain age, right, will have it. Like a child might not, like a small child no, might no, not like, have it. No, actually, just the opposite of that. So your, your skull is made up of several plates. Yeah. So when you're born, that's why a child's head is soft, because the plates have not come together and formed a, oh, a complete skull yet. Okay, okay. So and that that aids in the birthing process because well, yes, the you plates don't want this override giant each other. Head coming out. That's true. That must hurt. You know, I feel bad. I do have a couple children, and yeah. when I was, uh, I, I, I happened to be there when they were being birthed, mm-hmm. if you will. And when that time comes, when the when the child is exiting, coming out, exiting the loins, meeting the world, and coming out into the into the world for the yes. first time. Yes. And I'm I'm trying to maintain my composure. Yeah. And the doctor is in there, and they're getting into it. This commotion. And there's a nurse there. Yeah. And I just happened to look at the wrong time. I looked at the nurse, <laughs> and I looked at the doctor, and they each looked at each other oh. and made a strange face. Maybe they were making making plans for later. And I and I got scared because I was afraid that what they were looking at was beyond. Oh, you were reading into it. Oh. See, I like back in the day. I, w- I wish I would have done well back in the you know, like the 40s and 50s when the the father would wait outside in yeah. the waiting room with scotch, scotch and cigars, and he'd just be waiting. Yeah, and they would come out and say, "Hey, is your baby?" And like, "Ah, go ahead, yeah. put it in the bed with the rest of them." But but so when I, I when I saw them do that, I got nervous. I thought something was wrong, mm. and I made the mistake of peeking around, and uh, and looking. And you never had and sex again. I thought something was wrong. I could, I'd never seen anything like that in my life. It's disturbing. I was there. I've 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 been experienced. I don't want to get too graphic and no. embarrass people, but no, no, no. It's it's not a pleasant uh, circumstance. But once it's all said and done, it's the the most joyous moment of your life. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. And now it's horrible <laughs> because they hate me. No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> um, so as we were talking about the skull, right? This skull had no suture marks. It looked like one solid bone. Okay. One solid piece of bone. So okay. you wonder how that was born if... If, uh, if it didn't have if the it suture was, marks. It, correct, correct. Okay. So so where do they stand on this thing? Is it still going on? So it, it's still going on. And here, here's the rub. If here's the rub. Here's the rub on this, okay? There's a, there's a website. It's called Gaia. And we, this, oh. there's a theory to it called well, the Gaia, Gaia was, theory. Wasn't Gaia the... Uh, the, the uh, oh, that was Pangea. When there was one continent? That's right. I thought Gaia was like the Garden of Eden type thing. I think Gaia is the Mother Earth, like the oh, 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 Earth yes. Mother theory or yes. whatever. But anyway, there's a website uh, called Gaia. It's Gaia.com. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are putting together all this uh, research and the videos and things of that sort. So if you go on their website, they, they're releasing different episodes of their... Um, what do you call it? Their progress in the in the so they're trying to commercialize the uh, they are the investigation, and that's the only thing. So you ha- in order to see like you can watch the first two episodes for free. That's ridiculous. Then when you get to the third one, you have to join them <laughs> and give them money to no, watch the I rest don't. of it. Because here's here's my theory on this and every other such topic. Because we we've talked about this before off the air with the the, the program uh, the Curse of the Money Pit. Uh, on the Discovery Channel, where, they, where they're mm. trying to find buried treasure on Oak Island. I'm sorry, the Curse of Oak Island. Correct. Where they're trying to find money, uh, treasure in the money pit, and they drag it out so badly over season after season. And my thought is, if they ever find it, it'll be news. You won't have to wait for it to be a television program. They're right. just going to come out with it. It'll be free. Not only that, the narrator on that show gets me. Isn't he the they'll, same narrator that does all of those shows? They'll though? pull up a piece of wood, and he goes. Yep. This is a piece of wood. Dun, dun. Could this be the wood of the vault? It's this, wood. This is a rock. They found another piece of wood. Can you believe it? But don't get me wrong. Tune I do in watch next it. Time. I don't watch that. You know why I watch it? Those people are annoying. Because it got it got its hooks into me when I was a child, and I was looking and reading about about it, and I thought it was an interesting story. You're talking about the, the Oak Island, the Money Street. Pit. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, go we're, too we're far off the rails. We're mixing topics. Is what we're doing. Didn't mean to go too far off the rails here. We should talk about words. Anyway, but it just just so going back to the Nazca alien. It, is it a hoax? Possibly. Well, it seems like a um, money grab to me, man. They're yeah. not going to show you I mean, what but they're they have doing. To, but you have to think, too. They're the ones putting the research together, so they have to fund it in some way. Why wouldn't Well, why wouldn't a government take... take uh, I don't know. Means? And like I said, I don't, I don't know all the specifics of it, but I, but I will tell you this, that it's not... To me, it's not out of the realm of, of possibility. You know, it's over the course of our history, um, 
you know, we thought we've known about, you know, there's the theory of evolution and how we supposedly started from apes and moved our way up, but we know that that's not necessarily true, right? So there's different, there were different branches. Well, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, we didn't evolve from apes. There was a specific type of ape that evolved, right? And, and gained over millennia, gained uh, different uh, attributes and, and slowly got deviated from the rest of... Well, that's the theory. But unfortunately, and, and it's just a theory, it still has never been truly proven scientifically. Well, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but there, you know, if we were able to find fossilized remains of, a, of the missing link, the bridge between humans and primates, that's what we would be looking for. Well, they have, they have found, they have found uh, remains of creatures like that. They've found bipedal, ape-like like like creatures. Right. Like well, Sasquatch. like Lucy is one of the most famous ones that they found many, many years ago, mm-hmm. which is at, like, it almost it would be kind of like half half ape, half human, because from the research that they've done on it, they've discovered that it did walk on two legs. Sometimes my kids act like monkeys, and I wonder they do if uh, if there's some co- sort of connection there. Sometimes they get they're all crazy. They start swinging from the chandeliers. I don't have any chandeliers. You have to be really well off to have a chandelier these days. I don't know anyone who has a chandelier. Like what kind of chandelier? Not like an, an elaborate one. Not like a you know. Not like lights a few lights like with, like gold with trim crystals and crystals and, and things. yeah, no, yeah nobody yeah. has chandeliers anymore but I, they, I think they do if i had one i would swing from it though i'd be swinging around from my chandelier you'd have to you have to really anchor that i'd into have the to structure. put that in there man yep i got some weight pushing what would you do what would you do afterwards would you do like would you make noise would you would well you... it would probably be sort of some some kind of a foreplay game with my wife when i dress up as batman mm-hmm. um and swing from the chandelier to come and save her from imaginary things but that's an extra special little glimpse to my personal life, which we don't want to talk about right now. No, definitely not. No. But going forward, um, there's going to be some more alien talk, alien shows going ahead. And as we mentioned before, we're going to have a guest who takes a... Was that uh, the end of your Nazca line thing? Well, you want to talk some more about no, it? No, no, no. I was just wondering if there was a connection between the lines themselves and this creature. Well, that's the... Th- yeah, well, I mean, there is no, there's no um, definitive connection, but that's the theory that obviously it makes sense that the Nazca people's... Uh, were had many an, many an interaction in ancient times with you know alien travelers, right. and this is one that's possibly either left over mm-hmm. or a hybrid uh, a hybrid alien between humans and the alien creatures. That's another episode for another day because it, it, there is actually some uh, um, biblical times references to um, crossbreeds between aliens and humans, and right. which led to uh, all sorts of interesting things and we could talk about that in another another episode yeah and the i think, anunnaki exactly and all and of I, that stuff and i think our special guest that we're going to have coming up uh wants to talk a little bit about this and, and take that perspective uh, uh more of like an anthropological kind of uh perspective That'd be very interesting on it. to do yeah but one, one of the theories and you know when we when we talk about ancient aliens and ancient alien theories and things is that um these people that perpetuate the idea that we could somehow uh that the alien craft will travel great expanses of yep. the universe, come to Earth, yep. and then crash. Right. It makes no sense. No, but wait. I, it's, I, it's I find not, that hard to believe. It's also not out of the realm of possibility that they they have ma- machines, and machines fail. And mm, maybe, maybe... Not that not, the, not those kind of machines. Maybe with great frequency, that, that sort of thing happens. I feel like they're so advanced. They're so advanced to be able to harness time and space the way that they do to travel here. I felt the same way in high school with the kids that were good at math. Mm. They were able to harness these great powers and understand trigonometry. I and, couldn't get that. And calculus. Didn't make sense to and me. I, well, Still I was, doesn't. While I was failing geometry one. Didn't you get a six or something? I got a six out of a hundred in one of the uh, one of the math courses. That's good. And look at you now. You're a success. Even the, the teacher said you will never amount to anything. And look at me now, man. Yeah. You got a, uh, I have a podcast, podcast with which is gaining five listeners. Fans every day, sir. <laughs> But you know what? Uh, were you done with that? I wanted to... Uh, no, but... Oh, oh. No, I was just going to say, I, I, I find it hard to believe that they're that much more advanced, and yet they oh. fly all this way and then crash into the Earth. Yeah. And on top of that, uh, supposedly we've we've recovered craft, yeah. and we've reverse-engineered it. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, that would be like that would be like a, a monkey again, or a chimpanzee... Trying to figure out how to... Reverse-engineering a stealth bomber. Right, right, it, right. It's not going to happen. Right. I mean, it, it would be just unless, way too much more advanced than Unless us. they are helping us with technology... In exchange for something. Well, I did watch Independence Day with Will Smith, and they looked pretty evil to me. Like yeah. they wanted to destroy us Those all. Those movies were not good. Did you see the second one? It was horrible. No, I didn't. It was completely horrible. There's a reason why Will Smith wasn't in it. Does, yeah, even Will Smith said, you know what? Forget it. That's I enough. I ain't doing it. 
But I wanted to plug our contest because we did get a some we did get some responses. Yep. Uh, but we have not selected a winner yet for our magical book giveaway. If you would like to win a copy of my first book, Big Todd: The House of Eyes and Growing Up Scared in New England, mm-hmm. uh, all you have to do is send us an email to theeonproject at yahoo.com. Explain why you love our program. Maybe something personal about Jay or Mike. Uh, how much you love us. Uh, any type of adoration, that sort of thing. Uh, all you need to do is email us, and uh, you will be entered into win postage-free, mm. autographed, personalized by myself, uh, my book, and I will send it to you. What if What if I do it? I can tell it's you. No. Yeah. You I, wouldn't know. I'd, I'd have a fake name. No, I could probably tell it was you. I'd go by the name uh, uh, Chalky Jones. And, well, you uh, just gave it away. Oh. So now that no, now, that's not going to work. No, that's not going to work. Nope. That's no. not going to work at all. So check out our website, theeonproject.com. Email us at theeonproject at yahoo.com. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook. Send us a smoke signal. And, and before we go, one last thing, and I have to get this off my chest because it's something that I noticed the other day and it's bothering me. And maybe okay. you can help me or somebody can help maybe a somebody. Listener, a listener can help you. So I was watching TV, as I often do. Mm. Actually, I don't watch that much TV, but when I do, Every every day, there's something on there that surprises me and interest not interests me, but it takes me takes me aback, if you okay, will. Sure. So I'm watching a, a a very innocuous program, you know, an interesting program, but nothing too out of the ordinary. And mm-hmm. suddenly, a commercial comes on, mm-hmm. and it was a commercial about or for catheters. Oh yeah, they 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 show those a lot. There's yeah. a cat a mm-hmm. catheter commercial. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a catheter for every person. I yeah, and I know that people need them. Many and different it, kinds. And there's a medical people have medical issues. What if they have peppermint flavor? There was a gentleman. Uh, he looked like a nice old man. He's mm-hmm. sitting there and he's narrating and talking about his catheter issues. What about the diabetes medicine? And he's talking about how uh, he didn't know that there were so many uh, catheter options out there. There's many options available. And that he got sent a free sample pack of catheters. So what do you do? Does, what if you don't need it? Do you just shove it in there just to, just to test it out? I don't see know. if you like it? But he was talking about it like he was trying on the latest <laughs> yeah. running shoe. He's like, oh, it's comfortable. This is going to enhance my life. And they sent it to me, yep. and now my life is great. Which catheter did he like? Was it the, pre, the pre-lubricated one? one. Yes, yeah. oh, that's a good one. I mean, yep. w- why? The pocket catheter, the pre-lubricated catheter, mm-hmm. the catheter with a cup holder. Yes. All of them. And he was happy. Boy, he was happy as could be, mm-hmm. talking about it like it's nothing. So... That was it. No, it but I don't. I don't like that. Like, why? Why? Why does that have to Apparently, be a commercial? Like a pe- I don't know. A lot of people need catheters. They got maybe. Maybe what program were you watching? Maybe there was. They were tailoring it to that audience. Wheel of Fortune. That's why. Oh. So no one else watches. It's on in the old folks' homes. Yep. They have disposable income. Yeah. They want to spend all their money, so they don't have to give it to. I their wonder kids. what Pat Sajak would think if he knew that he was being. Uh, Is he still kicking around? He was being bookended by catheter commercials. You know, I saw Vanna White recently, and she looks terrible. The years the have close not up, been kind. The close-ups is terrible. Yeah. If you look at her from a distance on the TV show. Remember back in the 80s, she was just the thing, man. She was the she thing. Was... And do you remember probably about 10 years ago, they tried to they tried to can her? No. They wanted to get rid of her because they thought she was getting too old. No, I didn't and, see uh, that. And they put up a, a big fight about it. And uh, No, but I did see Barker's Beauties recently oh. from The Price is Right. Oh, he was, I'll tell you what, he was the man. Yeah, well, he's not around anymore, but the uh, Drew Carey is in charge now, but the, the Barker's, be- well, they, they Carey's beauties yes. are uh, are stunning, stunning creatures. So you watch uh, you watch daytime No, I just happened to be home shows? one day, and I watched it. it. It was one of those, you know, like the, you know how you're home on a holiday, mm. but the regular TV schedule is on, so yeah. there's nothing else on, and you're home, and you watch it. What's your favorite Price is Right game of all time? Plinko. Not, I no like doubt. Plinko. Everybody loves Plinko. I love man. Plinko. No, everybody loves Plinko. You know what else? One, one, the other one I liked was the mountain climber guy. Oh yeah, oh. the mountain climber. He go, oh do you do you do you do you? And it would go yeah. to the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, he'd, yeah. F- he'd fall off the yes, end if you were wrong. Yes, yes, oh yes. man, that one. And there was a uh, the other one of my other favorites was the, the big red dice. You oh, roll the dice yes. and you get it. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like a giant game of craps. I don't remember that name of that. No, game. no, you had to get it. In the, you had to like get it in the square. Had, or something. No, no, no. You rolled them. They had yeah. to cross the line. It was like craps, like you said. You oh had, right, you right. Had to get a certain uh, uh, roll. Yes. Anyway, those were great games. They were. And then I, you get really excited when somebody would get a good showcase, and you're like, a new card. Da, da, da. How about you the, when you win the? How about the the guy that wins the two showcases? That that's extraordinary. Yeah, that very rarely happened. Although you know what, the, the person who had a car in their showcase, they would have very. They wouldn't have any other like accessory mm. gifts it would be the car and like some turtle wax and Was, wasn't there get. a guy recently that he he spent his whole life trying to work out the mathematical equations to the final showcase oh no i didn't know and he figured it out <laughs> and he went on there and he 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 nailed the last uh you know the last really? bid by like five dollars oh my gosh and won both showcases and drew carey was amazed 
Well, I didn't the, see that, show, but that's pretty the awesome. Show was uh, speaking of was game shows. You know what? I know we're running out of time, but I wanted to get this in. Yeah. So speaking of game shows, so you go on there, you win fabulous prizes, right? Mm. You ever look at the prizes on Jeopardy? They get nothing. Mm. You get these people. They're the smartest people on earth. They answer the hardest questions you've ever heard in your entire life. They get them all right, and they win five thousand dollars or something. And you're like, you know, I thought this I was is completely inequitable. I sit and watch Jeopardy on occasion. And I, I do relatively well, so yeah. I, I went ahead and I decided I'm going to take the Jeopardy online test. Okay. It didn't go well for me. <laughs> well, <laughs> that it was a was, personality test. Probably. That was hard. Oh. They give you very limited time. Uh-huh. You have to pick an did answer quick. Did you have to type it or was it multiple guess? Uh, you have to put the answer in. Oh, so, so there is no multiple choice. Oh, okay. No, you got to get it. You got to know it. You got to get it. I have it. not taken that. I might, no. I might look into it. Though. No, it wasn't good. Mm. So, so you, you will not be on a future I won't be. I'm not going to be another Ken Jennings, that's for sure. Oh, it's too bad. All right, so what, next week, what are we talking about? Next week's topics are up in the air. We haven't discussed them yet. They are. You know, we could use some listener suggestions. Listen, you know what? Listener suggestions, guest ideas. If you want to be a guest on the program and you're an expert or you think you're an expert in a certain area that you'd like to discuss, please give us a shout. We would love to have you on the program. We will be getting some guests in the f- in the near future. You know, one of the things we didn't dis- describe yet, when Jay and I used to have our, our AM radio show, we used to land the best guests. People had no idea we were terrible and they didn't. small market and had no listeners. So they came on our show. We get some great guests. We'll try to get some of them back on. Actually, if I if I could uh, shout out to uh, a guest that we did have for many years ago who passed away recently. Oh, uh, I hate to uh, end on a downer. Yeah, but thanks a lot, man. No, our Gary Patterson was a guest of ours. Oh, he was a great guest. rock and roll historian. Yes. He was a great guy, and uh, apparently he he passed away recently. So uh, he was a great guest. Yeah, he was. So best wishes God, to his God family. bless him. Yeah, but uh, yeah, email us, get in touch with us, listen to our show, pass the word, and uh, and we love you all, and we'll be back again next time. So just remember, the truth exists. Believe it.